Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Welcome to the Along Came a Writer Network. Opinions expressed in our shows do not necessarily reflect those of the network. the along yeah Linda already did that welcome to the Lena Nelson Dooley show and today we are featuring a dear friend of mine Charlene McLaren Uh, we're going to be discussing a couple of books in her uh, new series but before that I want to kind of tell you about uh, Char I've got an interesting bio here she was born and raised in West Michigan attended Spring Arbor University. After she graduated with an education degree in 1971, she taught second grade for two years, and then she accepted an invitation to travel internationally with for a year with a singing ensemble. And then in 1975, she came home, returned to her teaching job, and married her childhood sweetheart. That alone is just a wonderful romantic story. And then together they raised two lovely, wonderful daughters, both of whom are now happily married and enjoying their own families. And then in 2003, Shard retired from teaching and she loves to read, sing, travel, spend time with family, and in particularly her wonderful, adorable grandchildren. Just wait till you have great grands. I have great grands, Shar. <laughs> a, Christian, a Christian for over 50 years and a lover of the English language, she has always enjoyed dabbling in writing, poetry, fiction, various essays, and all these kind of things. Let me tell you, Shar writes phenomenal uh, romantic fiction. And I have loved, how, how many books do you have out now? Uh, currently, I am writing my 19th. So I have 18 published novels. Cool. That's so cool. And are they all with Whitaker? Yeah. Okay, that is that is cool, and uh, she has traveled across the country doing book signings and television and radio appearances and things like that. And she speaks for women's organizations, libraries, church groups, women's retreats, and banquets. And she mentors young wives and/or mothers, and is active in her church as well as regularly facilitating women's Bible studies. She and her husband Cecil live in Spring Lake, Michigan, with their beautiful white collie Peyton and their ragdoll cat Blue. Uh, I will give you a little bit of information about her, where you can find her, and then we may talk more about that time permitting at the end. You will find her her website at uh, www.charlene.mclaren.mac l a r e n uh dot com and uh you will want to look her up she's very very interesting now char <laughs> should we tell them about when we first got to know each other sure 
Do you remember? Where was that? That was at that was at ACFW. It was at a convention. It, it was in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Remember? Yeah. And it was at the chocolate yes. chocolate party that we really got to know each other. <laughs> That's so true. It was at a chocolate party. What better wasn't place the to most, meet? Wasn't that one of the most fun chocolate parties we had? Ever. Yes. <laughs> oh, my word. Yes. <laughs> oh, my word. Uh, that was a little while ago. Yeah. And, and it was a, a real... We did a lot of laughing and a lot of sharing uh, with several yes, other people. Did. You know, um, yep. oh gosh, I can't think of her name. Wrote all the, um, the, uh, yes, Boston. Michelle? Uh, Are you no, thinking about no. Michelle Sutton? No, the one that wrote the Boston series, the Catholic Boston series. Oh, Why can't I think of her name? I, I know her so well. <laughs> oh my. You know, I tell people. I tell people I have so many names in my head from the people yes. I know and then from the books I've written that when one goes in, another one, you know, one of the others go, comes out. Yeah, yeah, I, absolutely. I hope I remember because she writes awesome books too. But uh, Charlene has, she's just um, a sister of my heart. Mm -hmm. And although we are far apart, <laughs> we have we have shared a lot of our lives together. And Yes, we have. And, uh, Charlene has written now your first quite a number of your first books were all set in Michigan, right? Um, I have a whole series that was set in Michigan called The Daughters of Jacob Cain. And yes. um yes. I also have a contemporary uh standalone novel that was set in Michigan as well. So Cool. Um, yeah. Now now, the what is the balance in your books uh, between historical and contemporary? I have only uh, written three contemporary stories, and all the rest of my books are set in historical times, and and they're also in three and four book series. So I I enjoy yeah. writing in series. Series. Well, of three I have only normally. Yeah, I have only written two series. The first one was four books. And it was way uh -huh. back in 2000, 2001, 2002, that kind of thing. Okay. And it was his, historical set in Minnesota. And yes. it got started because of uh, Becky wanted uh, things from immigrants. And I'm from an immigrant family. But sure. uh, okay. then now you are writing an, a new series uh, called yes. Forever Freedom. Now, how many books will be in this? How many books will be in this Three series? Three books. Three books will be Three in books. this series, and this series is basically um, pre-Civil War, Civil War, and then post-Civil War. So I'm writing about the first book uh, is called Summer on Sunset Ridge, and that is about a Quaker family who is very instrumental in um, the uh, Underground Railroad and getting slaves to places of freedom. Yes. And then the second book in the series is set during the Civil War, and that one is called Their Daring Hearts. And then the fourth, or the third book in that series is post-Civil War, and it's about the Reconstruction Era. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, you're, and that's kind of different from your other series it is. you have, I mean, time-wise, it is. isn't it? Mm -hmm. 
Yes, it is. Most, my other series, uh, most of my series just kind of follow, um, you know, on the tail of the one before it, like only maybe a year apart. This this is a little bit different in that it's, uh, you know, there's like ten years between each each book. And you uh, haven't you haven't haven't most of your books been in the late eighteen uh, hundreds instead of yes, middle eighteen. Most, most of them are, and I do have one historical series that is set in Wabash, Indiana called The River of Hope. And that one is actually in the 20s, 1920s. Uh, that is cool. about as, that is, I mean, that's about as um, late as I go in the, in the historical um, genre. Uh-huh. I, most of my series are in the 1800s, late 1800s. But this one, the, the the current one that I'm writing right now, that's that I'm working on, is set in the 1850s, 1860s, and then late 1860s. So yeah, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. I I uh, my books. I have one set in. It's either 1804 or 1805. I can't remember. It was. It's my pirate. Oh book. wow, that that is really. <laughs> but then all the rest of mine have been late 1800s that are historical. I had one yeah. in 1913, and I'm the Ooh, one I'm finishing. That's the year my mother was I'm, born. Really? <laughs> it was a fun. Yes. It was a fun series that we were in, uh, and mm-hmm. then the one I'm finishing up that's due March 1st, and I'm on the next to last chapter, <laughs> which I wished I had was oh. not not this. I wish I was completely finished in editing, but um, mm. it. Yeah, I know it. It was it was in 1902, so uh, it you know it went over the turn yep. of the century yes. too. Yes. But, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I well I the one I wrote that's um that's set in my hometown called the Daughters of Jacob Kane. That's in Michigan. That was 1904 uh-huh. to 1908. So just I like the I kind of like the turn of the century. I like that era. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good series. I liked that series a lot. Uh, oh, thank the, you. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, so tell us a little more about the books. Now, Summer in Sunset Ridge, I know they're... Summer, they're due- Summer on Sunset Ridge, that yes. is book one. And uh, did you want me to tell you a little bit about it? Well... You told us a little bit, but maybe you can yeah, give I us did. a little more. Uh, tell us okay. who the who the heroine is and the hero and all that kind of thing. Sure. Okay. Well, um, uh, on Summer on Sunset Ridge, which is book one in my Forever Freedom series, uh, as I said, this is pre-Civil War, so it's set in 1855. So approximately five, six years before the Civil War um, actually started. And it's primarily about a Quaker family. And uh, so I introduced the Quaker family in book one. And then books two and three um, will have characters from this family. It's a family of eight children. And uh, the first book, Summer on Sunset Ridge, is, is about the oldest daughter primarily. Her name is Rebecca. And uh, she is a very... Um, kind of feisty, I guess you'd call her, and just very um, kind of independent. But she she's very, very adamant about wanting to be involved with helping slaves to places of freedom. And so she 
gets herself involved with the Underground Railroad. And her mother is a very staunch kind of um, person, and she's very opposed to Rebecca being involved because of the dangers that can come about. And um, but she goes, she goes ahead and is becomes involved in the Underground Railroad. So there's a lot of uh, history here, and I did a lot of research regarding that. Oh yeah, but. I wanted to mention, too, one of the reasons I wrote about a Quaker family is because I've always been very fascinated with the Quaker religion. It's called the um, the um, the religion itself is the Society of, um, oh, goodness. Um, Friends? Heavens. Yes, it's the oh, Friends uh -huh. Society. Um, yeah. And my, my father was raised Quaker, and so uh, I have a lot of memories of him telling me some of the tenets of the society and so forth. And uh, even as an adult, he carried over a lot of those um, those beliefs that had been kind of ground into him as a child. And, and he, um, so therefore I was really fascinated with the Society of Friends. And I always thought to myself, I think I would like to write a series sometime uh, kind of, focusing or centering around the, the uh, Society of Friends. And so that's what I did. And um, so this, this first book is about the oldest daughter, Rebecca, and how she uh, comes in contact with a, a sheriff who is also, he's also kind of a slave catcher. He's trying to catch a slave that um, murdered his, his master. So and so anyway, um, these two their paths cross, and the story gets kind of interesting and um, tensions. Well, I'm sure tensions are beginning to mount. Yeah, tensions are beginning to mount between the north and the south, and uh, so it's kind of leading up to um, a point where we know there will probably at some point be a war, but um, there's not been any talk yet about it, and and so then that. Then, uh, so that's number one. That's book one uh -huh. in my series. And then book two is called Their Daring Hearts. And this, too, is about the Quaker family, only this one is about the oldest brother in the family, and his name is Levi. And one of the, um, one of the main uh, tenets, I guess I would say, of the, of the uh, Quaker religion is that they are very strong pacifists. They believe in, they don't believe in war. They um, are very much um, peacekeepers. And so mm -hmm. he is so opposed, though, to the whole uh, idea of slavery that he wants to do his part to eliminate slavery. And also he's very much um, you know, a patriot, and he wants to keep his country together and so forth. So he decides to kind of rebel against the the Quaker, his pacifistic views, I guess, and, and join the yeah. union in favor of, um, you know, trying to help his do his part in, in ending slavery. So he joins the Union Army, and um, he then meets a woman disguised as a man. He does not realize that she's a man, but or that she's a woman, because she does her disguise very well. And uh, she is only 19 years old when she joins the union and disguised as a as a boy. And um, it it's not till you know halfway through the book about that he discovers that she's really a a girl. And then um, 
sparks begin to fly and he's very upset with her for for um, the deceit and so forth and uh, it just continues from there. It gets very interesting. <laughs> it sounds that interesting. You know, heart. Yeah, we never Pardon? we never did feature these books on my blog. I know. Why didn't, I know. We need Why to. Why didn't we? We do. We yeah, definitely well, need to. Okay. I after we get off the air later in the day <laughs> because mm-hmm. I've yes. got to go to the doctor. I will yes. I will schedule you with both of these books separated. That sounds you know. great. That sounds great. I want to do that because I want uh, to introduce them to my readers on my blog. Uh, you know, Absolutely. my blog has has a lot more reach than it used to when you were on it. Uh, wow. With all because it feeds into it. Uh, I I always uh, when after I do an interview, I always send mm-hmm. it to. Uh, my Facebook page, my Facebook profile, LinkedIn, Twitter, and uh, Google Plus, and then it feeds sure. into my Amazon page, and it feeds Wonderful. into Goodreads. So I have awesome. a pot- potential reach of about sixty-five thousand a month, or over, probably. Wow! And so it wow. it's going a lot of places. I really would like to get Absolutely. you in that. In that railroad. <laughs> I would where, love where that. We, yeah. Where we can get you in front of a lot more people because uh, mm-hmm. you're writing just now my, you know, my theme, my, my tagline of, of what my writing is about is characters who grip your heart. Mm-hmm. You write mm-hmm. characters who grip your heart too. You really do. Mm-hmm. You I do. Write I write characters. Mm-hmm. I like to think of my my stories as character driven. I guess. Um, yeah, they I'm are. I'm plot driven, but but I'm also very character driven. I I really enjoy going deep with my characters, so that my yes. readers um, feel like they really know my characters by the time the story ends, and uh, you know they've kind of become friends. <laughs> so. Yeah, I I like. Stories and you write this kind, and I I try to write this kind, and I think I I do because I have feedback from readers who say sure. your characters just grab yes. me. I like yes. to read characters; they they grab a hold of you at the beginning of the book, and they don't let go Absolutely. until you're at the that's end. That's what I like too. Yep, that's yeah. what I like too. And and I mean, we do we do tell stories that have a good plot. That mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am not a plotter. Uh, no, I'm not I either. Am, I am a... Seat of the pants. Uh, yeah, I I am a character. It just, if, they're not, if we're not getting into the character, to me, mm-hmm. the story is boring, you know. Absolutely. I, 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 I don't will, like stories that are just surface, on the surface, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of plod through those and about half, at least, I give them at least a third of the book to do something good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if they don't, I just stop reading. I don't, I don't have enough time to read. It holds my interest. Yeah. I don't, I don't have enough time to read. You know, we, we have research to do and, and we have our own writing and, uh, yep. uh, which I know brings people us tell to, me people ask me what I'm reading and I say, Well, I happen to be reading what I'm currently writing right now. That's what I'm yeah. reading. 
<laughs> or, or I'm reading research. I, I order books. Yes. I, I've found that because uh, sometimes I write places I haven't been and um, that you can get books on Amazon, used, used books usually, um, about that place. And they, there are books yes. Yes. that have photographs that are just photographs, photographs of, um, say, uh, Dallas, Tech, you know, Dallas, mm -hmm. Texas in photographs or what, you know, historical sure. photographs. Oh, and cool. I use those so much. And do you know what I yes. did? I misspelled your name right. <laughs> on the heading of my show. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I For some reason, well, I put that's okay. M C C L A R E N, but that's not oh, what it is. Oh, M A C L A R E N. I know. Yeah, but, that's okay. When you were, yeah. um, when you were introducing my contact information, you spelled my name correctly when it came to my I know. looking up my website and that kind of thing. For some reason, I've gotten real. My mind has gotten where it kind of uh switches letters around and things like that. <laughs> when you're seventy five when you're seventy five years old, things well, like that happen to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> they happen. They happen. Yeah. I'm gonna be seventy this year. I, I oh I can't even believe it. Well I know do you feel seventy? No. No. I don't not at all. I you know you know what I feel? Forty How do you feel? Yeah, forty ish. I'm still <laughs> my mind is still that's that's where my mind still is. It's stuck back there. Forty ish. <laughs> I mean that's how I feel inside. Yeah. Of course my body uh -huh. my body lets me know I'm not forty. -ish. I know. But that, it does. That's how I, I know. Feel. Yeah. Uh, exactly. That's why I keep I keep writing. Um I read somewhere oh it's been a, several years ago that there is a higher percentage they have found a higher percentage of Alzheimer's among writers who retire, I mean, who quit writing, than among oh, really? the general population. Yes. Oh. Well, so I'm, I'm going to probably, quitting. I'm going to probably die sitting here at this keyboard. <laughs> I know. Me too. <laughs> That's the and way I see say, myself. Yeah. Somebody will say, she didn't finish this story. Where is it going? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, oh let's let's talk about this other thing that has happened, like to me. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> I, I am. I'm really, I'm really excited too. It's like, um, well, and I told you how God had His hands on this whole thing. Yes. And that makes it even more exciting. Well, this one is a contemporary. You know, it's awesome. not. It's not a historical. You've already thought up. I, you've you've got the whole plot in your mind, and well, I have and everything. More or less, I, I'm a seat of the pants writer, and what seat of so the pants writers do, they know where they're going. They just don't know yep. how they're going to get there. Um, exactly. I I have a. I make a timeline, you know, mm -hmm. this has to happen, this mm -hmm. has to happen, this has to happen. And then I have to get them from yes. there to there to there to there. Yes. And that's yes. how I write. Yep. And the one, I, mm -hmm. the one I'm just now finishing, now always, I've always had been like three or four chapters ahead 
in my head. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Yeah. So sure. I have ducks in a row. The one I'm mm-hmm. finishing yes. this week. No. Mm-hmm. I had to completely write the chapter I'm on. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, where do I go now? And God just begins to oh. give me where I go next. Yes. Yes. It's like, yes. what? <laughs> so a lot of things happen. Yes. It's been happening in this book that I had no idea was going to happen, which is a lot oh, of fun. For sure. <laughs> it is fun. And that's almost always the way I write. Yeah. Well, I, I, do, I do a lot of praying, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because I want to have the message there that God wants yes. in this book. Absolutely. Because let's, mm-hmm. let's face it, you neither you nor I write just to entertain. We write to entertain, mm-hmm. but not right. just to entertain. We, we want write, to get the message, the gospel message across. That's right. We want whatever. And I learned a long time ago, way back, that... Uh, if a publisher doesn't buy my proposal, they were mm-hmm. not the publisher God wanted to buy it. Absolutely. Because I've I've had books that there was no other way that these people who needed them would have gotten them if it hadn't mm-hmm. been published mm-hmm. by that publisher. Yes. And when sure. I re- when I realized that that God was reaching people mm-hmm. through through the particular publishing house, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so we want to find the right one. You know, yes, we don't that's want. That's so true. That's yeah, so true. Yeah. And I, I know that you are going to really enjoy uh, writing for Whitaker House. They are all about the gospel message. They are all about yes. spreading the word. And um, oh, I'm, I am it's, so it's excited. Great. I am excited as well. And you know what? Because we can talk a little bit about about fiction because um, a lot of people have the mindset that, well, what good is fiction? How does that how does that really reach out and touch people and really reach them for the yes. gospel? And it's amazing how the oh. how a, a good, well written fiction book will point people toward the Word of God. Uh, yes, if it's I've had written I know. In the, in the way that it should be, it's going to touch people and it's going to reach their hearts. I know you have received, just like I have, letters, mm-hmm. feedback from yes. from readers who have. I had one. I sat and cried for half an hour because of what she you. said. I mean, I understand about yeah about what had how much my book had touched her and changed her heart mm-hmm. and changed her life. Yes. And I was like, yes. whoa, you know. So then mm-hmm. I, I realized that this is a this is a call on our lives, a special it call is. on us to it touch people. It absolutely is. Mm-hmm. It's a ministry. And, yeah. And I write whatever I the story needs. I'll tell you, I wrote my book that won the um, Faith, Hope, and Love, which used to be the the Inspirational Reader's Choice Award, the Faith, mm-hmm. Hope, and Love Reader's Choice Award in yes, 2017. Yes. It's mm-hmm. it's a Marriage of Convenience book. And yes. I want you to know, in that, two-thirds of the way through about, mm-hmm. God gave me, I mean, it was a revelation 
that he mm-hmm. gave me from scripture for this character that I had. Wow. I love marriage of convenient stories, but this, I, do too. I love them. This was like, well, you should, you need to read a heart's gift. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, I want to, you, you need to read it. It, and this, this, he just gave me this. And when I, after, as I, after I wrote it, I was like, that is awesome. And I've already, ha- I've had people say that really spoke to me. And of course it was mm-hmm. because God gave it to me in the right, in That's the middle of the writing of the story. You know what I'm saying? Yes. yes. That yes, happens. I do. Yes, I do. Okay. We're Before we run out of time, I want to remind them that they can find you at www.sharlenemaclaren.com. That's her official website. But she's also on Instagram at Charlene McLaren. You know, Instagram dash, Instagram.com dash, I mean, slash Charlene McLaren. She's on uh, Twitter. And this is a cute one. Uh, Twitter.com. S H A R Z Y underline L U. Charzy Lou. Of course, we call her Char all the time anyway. Yes, and then she's yes. on Facebook. She has a Facebook uh, profile, which is just facebook.com Char McLaren. And then she has a Facebook group, which is uh, facebook.com slash groups slash Char McLaren. And you'll want to find her. You'll want <laughs> to find her. Yes, if and, you want to uh, have some good laughs, come and find me. Yeah, we, we have a lot of fun. Char, thank yes. you so much yes. for being with me. Oh, I'm so glad that you and, invited me. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Well, I don't I hear the music. I don't hear the music playing. I turned no. it on. Okay. This is the end of our show. Thank you for being okay. with us today. Now, this this will become a podcast on okay. iTunes sometime this week. Free. Okay, a free great. podcast. Awesome. Love you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>